from the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Welcome along to the National News for week commencing July 10. WIA Directors Peter Young, Bob Bristow and Ewan McLeod all join us on this edition. ARRL Field Day and Bands of Gold. These stories and more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia, as I said, for week commencing July 10, 2011. A major item, which is a great initiative of the ACMA, comes from the VK Club Fan Park and is written up in their club's monthly newsletter and is well worth a read because this is actually a huge initiative. Mark Tell from the Australian Communications and Media Authority has been busy conducting a series of face-to-face presentations with the radio amateur community. The first presentation was held at the club rooms of the Frankston and Mornington Peninsula Radio Club, the second at the Southern Peninsula Radio Club, or SPARC. Each of these presentations included an interesting PowerPoint slideshow through which Mark explains the important work of the ACMA, Each of the presentations were followed by a question and answer session where amateurs were able to put their questions directly to Mark from the ACMA. These are a series of presentations conducted by the ACMA's Mark Tell with the next presentation due to take place at the August main meeting of the Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club. It'll take place Friday, August 5 at the Willis Room, Whitehorse Council Office, Marunda Highway, Blackburn. That's opposite Harvey Norman. Arrive at 7.30, the meeting starts spot on 8 o'clock. And as with all EMDRC club meetings, visitors are encouraged. I'd suggest that one could be standing room only. Peter VK2US wrote to National News at wia.org.au through the week. Not sure if this is worth a mention, but following last week's broadcast in which I heard of EQSO usage on UHFCB, I went looking for and hit the ACBRO homepage. Most interesting was this statement. I quote again, Finally, the final nail in the coffin for ACBRO membership is the new amateur licence called the Foundation Licence, which has been in for over three years. Now most of the radio people who really are the true radio lovers have got their Foundation Licence. This entitles them to use an amazing amount of radio spectrum. 10 watts, but it's amazing how far you can get with the right antennas, in fact, with the whole world. If somebody new comes along and is interested in radio, then CB isn't in the race anymore. Just recently at an ACBRO committee meeting, we had nine people attend and eight of them had their amateur licence. All are involved in radio clubs to do with amateur radio. So, maybe the end of CB as we knew it, and... As CB may be disappearing, where on earth are we going to get amateur radio operators of the future? Ham radio is far from over and out, however. The headline from a special newspaper report on amateur radio that appeared in this Thursday's Age newspaper. The Age is Melbourne's biggest and most popular newspaper with 200,000 copies in print each and every day. The article by Katie Canotta appears on page 15 and 23 of Digital Life in the Green Guide section of The Age. 
It contains interviews with VK3UM, Whiskey Whiskey Whiskey, PC, LIP and VK3TXD, each talking about their experiences with the hobby. The article begins to explore many facets of the hobby. Doug MacArthur talks about his experiences with Moon Bounce and the value of amateur radio during bushfires. Jack Brum explains fox hunting and making contact with astronauts on the ISS. The foundation licence and entry into the hobby is covered by Jim Linton, and Edward talks about the involvement of amateur radio in his school. The article is well worth a read and great promotion for our hobby. Well done to all those who were interviewed by Kate and who contributed to the report. The URL to the web edition of the article is available in the text edition of this week's news on wia.org.au. The Remembrance Day contest for 2011 is on the weekend 13 to 14 of August. The RD will commence at the same time as in previous years. That is 0800 and run until 0759 UTC the following day. VK6POP WIA Director Bob Bristow said, although an overwhelming majority of people at the AGM Open Forum in Darwin supported a revision of the starting time, it was not possible to have a discussion with the contest manager before the rules had to be placed with the publications team. With the establishment of the proposed contest committee, of which I'm heading up, all contest rules will be reviewed and, where practical, all will be standardised. Cheers and thanks. Bob Bristow. VK6 POP. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the Sunshine Coast, it's relayed on 146.825 and 146.850 at 9am. I'm Gordon, VK4 VP. Greetings from the WIA. This is you on VK4RM with some winter thoughts. Now that the chills of winter are here for most of us, yes, contrary to popular belief, it does get chilly in VK4, isn't it a good time to get into your shack, check your test equipment, clean the soldering iron and attend to those round to it amateur radio projects? Especially those that are half completed or not in their final state or enclosure. How often do we, as radio amateurs, take a design and construction project we set ourselves to the conclusion of the proof-of-concept phase, park it in a box on the shelf, and look for the next challenge? Well, my hand is up. We could attend to the completion of those projects and try to resist the temptation of starting a new one that has been niggling our minds for the past months, or longer in many cases. Generally, we like to work on our own, cloistered in our shacks, solving the intricacies of design, construction and testing, but is this the best thing to do? Unless you are in an isolated area, devoid of other amateurs, there is always the option of inviting one or more amateurs to an evening in your shack to discuss design and construction ideas and then put them into practice. It doesn't have to be confined to your project, but can and perhaps should include theirs as well. Tea, coffee, biscuits and the mandatory chocolate cake are sure to be welcome during the evening. And why should we restrict such evenings to other radio amateurs of our ilk and vintage, young or old? Such activities are ideal for encouraging those with a budding interest in our hobby to enjoy the camaraderie and learning opportunity our hobby has to offer. Remember the people you introduce to the hobby and encourage to successfully complete their foundation licence? 
Have you unintentionally abandoned them in their interest? Well, now is the time to re-establish the links and invite them to a shack evening with others so they can become immersed in the knowledge and experience of others with the opportunity to ask questions and maybe get some hands-on construction involvement. No other amateurs in your area? Remember the interested local passerbys who are intrigued by your antenna and ask questions of your hobby. This is your opportunity to invite them to your shack to see it in operation and become involved with what you are designing and constructing without great technical descriptions. Put kindling on their smouldering interest and further inflame their amateur radio interest. The off-air banter in a shack of like-minded people and interested people generates a warm and happy atmosphere where everyone can feel welcome and accepted as they learn about the hobby and share ideas and experiences in amateur radio. So, who are you going to invite to your shack evening this winter? This has been Ewan, VK4RM for the WIA board. VK1WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. Hams across Australia and one ham... Halfway across Australia is Jeff Johnson, VK4XJJ, walking across Australia to raise money for the Newborn Emergency Transport Service, or NETS. As I said, Jeff is now roughly halfway across the country and he is still looking for contacts from stations this time in the West on 14090 at 0630 UTC. Jeff will be on 7.045 at 0730 UTC and then moves to 14.090 at approximately 0.740. So again, we've got three different times there. 14.090 USB at 0.630, 7.045 at 0.730, back to 14.090 at 0.740. Jeff is becoming a weak signal in the eastern states and is certainly looking for support on these scheduled times from stations in the west. In VK2, Club Auction, Liverpool and District Amateur Radio Club Auction happens Saturday the 20th of August 2011, the Miller Scout Hall, that's next to Miller High School. Auction commences at 10.30 but you can enter from 8.30. If you'd like to find out more, contact Gary, VK2BR. In VK3, the next NERG, the NERG meeting, will be a homebrew show-and-tell night. The idea is you bring along something you've built, modified, programmed or... Well, anything, as long as you can do it in 10 minutes to show off the creation with time to answer a question or two. They also have a video camera to display small items you might bring up on the big screen. Meeting is 14th of July, so rummage around the shack now. July 16 is the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club sale of new and used radio and electronic parts and equipment. High Street. Now, that's part of the South Gippsland Highway, and on High Street, you'll find the Cranbourne Community Hall on the corner of Clarendon and High Streets in Cranbourne. More information can be found at the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club homepage. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Not a sound to be heard. We pause and remember another silent key. We're about to hear, for the last time, the voice of News West guru for many years, 
Dennis VK6KAD. Yes, Dennis VK6KAD has passed away. We received the news via his brother-in-law John, Victor Kilo 6, Kilo Oscar Juliet. It's all a bit sudden. Even though we knew he had been quite sick, he was attending dialysis regularly and he gave no indication there was any immediate threat. In a moment, Bob Bristow. And once again, it's a quiet week. I haven't got anything uh, for you this week in the newsline, except that I got asked last week and did to run a plea uh, from VK6 POP. Uh, with the advent of Hamfest and the fact that he will once again be in Melbourne at the time. Now, I haven't heard whether he wants it run this week or not, but I'm going to do it anyway. Apart from anything else, it helps fill up the holes. Stand by for VK6POP. Dennis John Muldowney, VK6 Kilo Alpha Delta, died in Perth on Thursday the 30th of June 2011. Dennis was well known and respected in amateur radio in Western Australia. His most widely known contribution was in his role as broadcaster of the WIA National News and compiler, presenter and broadcaster of the VK6 News West Weekly News. Dennis served in this capacity for nine years until in late 2010 his health deteriorated and he was unable to continue. Dennis was recognised for his contribution to the WIA News Service at the 2010 WIA AGM where he was presented with a President's Commendation. Dennis had a passion for things military, probably a hangover from his National Service days. Some years ago, Dennis used the News West broadcasts to promote the RD contests, culminating in Western Australia having the best turnout of operators in Australia for this contest. Through his continued enthusiasm, Western Australia has been able to maintain its position at the front of the RD contest. Dennis has also been involved for many years in training and assessing people for their amateur licence and many people have commented on the encouragement and information that he was able to give them. Dennis has been involved in amateur radio and scouting for several decades, including coordinating JODA in VK6 and helping provide activities and training for scouts. Dennis would always turn out for working bees, repeater restarts, committees, etc., taking positions of responsibility as required. He continued to do so until his health declined to a point where he was unable to do much, except in his own words, to barrack for those doing the work. Dennis was known for his quick wit and broad general knowledge. Dennis will be missed in Western Australia amateur circles, however he will be remembered. Dennis's funeral is tomorrow, the 11th of July, at 10.30am in Perth. Farewell, Dennis, VK6KAD, Silent Key. And another newsman passes. ZL2NN, Jamie Pye, now Silent Key. NZART, New Zealand's National Amateur Radio Society, has reported the death of their editor and webmaster, Jamie Pye, ZL2NN. They say, and I quote, it is with much sadness we advise the death of Jamie Pye, ZL2NN, Saturday, July 2nd, after a short illness. Jamie's funeral was held at the Kingswood Funeral Home in Upper Hutt on Wednesday. Locally produced, nationally voiced, globally heard. We are VK1WIA. With Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Amateur Radio Assessments and Training. 
persons in the northwest area of VK7 interested in training and assessments for all classes of amateur radio licences are advised that the club can provide these requirements and much more. Maybe somebody wishes to upgrade. Well, the NWT ATV group has the appropriately trained personnel with facilitators from the Radio and Electronics School who can attend to all requirements should candidates so desire. For more information, please contact Tony VK7AX or the club. Contact details can be found on the club website or the WIA site under VK7 Clubs. A few weeks back we made mention of the great work of our European friends and that of the South Africans in promoting a real thrust of encouraging youth to our bands. Hot on the heels of these societies comes news that David W. Brandenburg, K5RQ of Osprey, Florida, is chairing the ARRL's second century campaign. One important focus of the campaign includes the development of a robust national program geared at young people, enabling them to experience and develop skills in scientific and technological discovery through amateur radio. Well done, ARRL. International news now with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. US federal legislation to ban the use of handheld phones and other mobile devices while driving has been introduced in the United States House of Representatives. According to published news reports, Representative Carolyn McCarthy of New York said the legislation titled the Safe Drivers Act of 2011 would direct the Department of Transportation to set a national standard to prohibit drivers from using handheld mobile devices, except in certain emergency situations. It's unknown whether or not the use of handheld push-to-talk microphones used by two-way radio users such as police, fire, delivery services, CB operators and hams would be exempted from McCarthy's proposed national ban. US power companies to experiment with not holding power lines to 60 hertz. If you are a United States radio amateur that depends on a power line synchronised clock for logging at other station operations, you might want to look towards buying a standalone unit that does not rely on the power at your outlet being precisely 60 Hz. This is because of an upcoming year-long experiment with that nation's electric grid that could unsynchronise clocks that use synchronous motors to display the time. Since 1930, electric clocks have kept time based on the rate of the frequency of the AC electrical current that powers them. If the frequency changes from its usual 60 Hz rate, clocks run a little fast or slow. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission is proposing an experiment that would allow for more frequency variation than it does now, without corrections being made. The test is tentatively set to start mid-month. Wireless still safe in Canada. Health Canada disputes claims by the World Health Organisation that wireless internet networks may cause cancer. While there is limited evidence that RF energy may cause cancer in humans, it is not conclusive and more research is required, the department said in a statement. Health Canada does not plan to update its exposure grid lines based on the IARC classification. Weird and wonderful. Amateur radio amour. Do we get bonus points for this? When you think about ARRL Field Day, a few things come to mind. Food, radios, food, antennas, food, and friends, and food. But one couple took things a little bit further when they got married at their Field Day site. Kevin Schisler, K1FQ, and Deborah Hubbard, N1FQ, love Field Day so much that they decided it was the perfect place to share their love for each other and for amateur radio. Wearing their 2011 ARRL Field Day shirts, they tied the knot at the Field Day, swapping the 20-metre band for a band of gold. 
And as an aside, in April 2010, N1FQ donated 60% of her liver to a co-worker, Jan Watson. And now, Jan, a happy Jan, had her chance to return the favour. She officiated the wedding. You're listening to WIA National News on most amateur bands throughout New South Wales from VK2WI Sydney and affiliate relay stations. For details of frequencies, visit www.arnsw.org.au. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Operational News on Felix VK4FUQ. Special Events and On Air Contest Column, Dateline 2011. August 13 and 14, WIA Remembrance Day Contest. August 20 and 21, Worldwide IWLW. October 22, WIA Jack Files Contest. And today, Radio Sports fans, it's winter's biggest HF contest, the IAAU HF World Championship. This 24-hour long contest is the worldwide highlight of the HF contesting season, affording plenty of opportunities to work the extra all around the globe on CW and SSB, as well as make QSOs with many IAAU officials and member society club stations. The IIAUHF World Championship is one of Radio Sports' unique events, explained AEWL Contest Branch Manager Sean Kutzko, KX9X. It's the only major contest that uses international telecommunication union zones as part of the exchange, and the only contest that gives special multiplier status for IAAU member society stations and IAAU officials. The IAAU HF World Championship runs 1,200 hours UTC Saturday, July 9 through 1,200 hours UTC Sunday, July 10. Although no word from WIA on any Australian involvement, the Luxembourg HQ station is on the air for IAAU World HF Championship. HQ station LX0HQ and there are two other LX0HQ stations on the air from two different locations during the contest. LX7I and LX1TI. Special event stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice. DX on 1.8 MHz. Most people would not regard 1.8 MHz as a DX band. The majority of operators who are active on the band may never have heard a DX station there. ZS1 REC has just proved them wrong. He has just received the DXCC certificate for proving that he has contacted more than 100 countries on the band. Only the 5th South African and the 1st ZS1 to achieve the milestone. ZS1 REC operates from a small city lot, just a quarter wavelength in diameter. He uses wire antennas and modest power. However, a shrewd understanding of propagation and a lot of perseverance makes up for the modest station. Broadcast, monitoring, SWL and scanner news. Townsville V8 info is available on the web at tark.org.au. The Townsville Amateur Radio Club has again put together a great team frequency listing for the 2011 V8 Supercars Townsville event. Government reaffirms 2015 analogue shutdown date. The UK government appears to be committed to the 2015 date for the switch-off of all national analogue AM and FM broadcast stations. In the recently released Digital Radio Action Plan, they say... The government recognises the industry desire to reduce the burden of dual transmission through an early switchover. There are also benefits to consumers of a quicker transition to digital radio, 
and the certainty this can bring, including a reduction in the price of digital receivers through greater economies of scale. In Melbourne and around the world, you can now hear and see the WAA news broadcast brought to you by members of Melbourne's Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club. The broadcast is transmitted via VK3RTV, digital television repeater, and simultaneously streamed live on the web, courtesy of the British Amateur Television Club. This is VK1WIA, now heard and seen around the world. I'm John, VK3DQ. WIA. Intruder Watch. The WIA monitoring system is looking for amateurs or their family members and friends that have linguistic skills. While receiving monitoring reports of intruders onto our HF bands is very helpful, some phone communications are in foreign languages that once identified can assist with the location and possible identification of the intruder. So if you have skills, particularly in Asian or Middle Eastern languages and dialects, we would like to hear from you. Please contact the WIA Monitoring System Coordinator by email to vk3mv at wia.org.au or by following the links on the WIA website under Member Services for more details. I'm Peter Young, VK3MV for the WIA National News. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, where every pixel tells the story. W5KUB to netcast from the 2011 Huntsville Hamfest. Yes, Tom Medlin, W5KUB, says that he will once again be netcasting live from the 2011 Huntsville Hamfest in Alabama, that's on August the 20th and the 21st. This is a very large ham fest that pulls many people not only from the southeastern states, but also across the entire United States. As is usual, Tom says that he'll have prizes for his viewers. He adds that this is an all-indoors ham fest at the famed Von Braun Centre, and it should have perfect connectivity to enable him to stream the event with what he terms as great video quality. Tom's netcast from the Huntsville Hamfest, complete with outgoing chat room, will be carried live on w5kub.com. Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW, Giant Morski reappears. On the 6th of August 2011, a giant Morski constructed by 2E0DIT will reappear at Astrofair 2011 Sidmouth, Devon. This is a key that has to be seen to be believed. It's on the web, and to get there and have a look, simply read this week's text edition of WIA National News on the WIA website. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. AMSAT VK Unofficial HFNet. A reminder that it's on the second Sunday of each month, April through October, 1000 hours UTC on 3.685 MHz. RSAT 1 delayed until August. Alexander Samakutev, flight engineer of the International Space Station's Expedition 28, informed about the planning for the upcoming Russian EVA in his blog on Roscosmos Web. According to the Russian cosmonaut, the EVA is slated for August, pending the launch of the shuttle scheduled for July the 8th.
Alexander will work outside the ISS with his colleague Sergei Volkov. The cosmonauts are to perform several ISS RS refurbishment tasks as well as to launch a new small satellite, Keter. The satellite signal will be transmitted on the amateur radio frequency of 145.95 MHz. Keter has radio amateur call sign of RS1S. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Well, we have just about reached the end of WIA National News. Don't know whether to call this Australia's Most Wanted or Rewind, but technical information or any personal recollections of the PMG radio stations linking Stanley and Tasmania to Apollo Bay, operational in the 1960s. If you have information, contact Winston VK7 Echo Mike. Winston is in the process of collecting information on this early radio link that provided a backup role for the undersea telephone cable. The building in Stanley was commonly known as the Greenhouse and is now the kiosk for the Nut Chairlift. He remembers being shown over the station in the 1960s. It appears to have operated around 40 megahertz. If any amateur remembers these stations and can provide information, please contact Winston, Victor Kilo 7, Echo, Mike. 2011 social scene, July 16 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. In VK4, it's the Maribyrnong Electronics and Radio Group's Wide Bay Hamfest. And July 31 in VK23, Riverina Field Day, 10am, Lavington Scout Group Hall. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.